Hallelujah. Um, how many of us know this song? God is good. He has got me well. Oh, my soul rise up and praise the Lord. We know it. Choir. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Choir. Deolu, be in the spirit. I know you are a child of the spirit. Deolu, can you hear me? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Come on. If he has done you well, you will give him a dance offering. You will sing unto him. You will dance unto him. You will shout, you will shout rejoicing. You will sing songs of praise. And the devil will be ashamed. The devil will cover his eyes. You'll be cringing. Yes. Come on. Rise up and praise the Lord. God is testimonies who, the ones who have not shared lots and lots of testimonies hallelujah and God is just about to start he's just about to start in your life, in your home in your purpose in the name of Jesus amen alright, pastor has been teaching us on living in the goodness of God, have we been following we have Church, we're going to interact this morning. Have we been following? Right. So, somebody can just, can someone just tell me one of the, don't open your notes. Oh. Hallelujah. You, you have been doing that on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, you know. Yes. I didn't know I was going to be the one doing this this morning, but I was studying those slides over the course of the week. And when pastor said, Pastor Toby, you're the ministry of assignment. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> awesome how God works. He was just preparing me for this. Hallelujah. Okay, so who can tell me? I want at least two or three of us. Pastor shared quite a few, um, like quite a number of um, attributes as to how to live in the goodness of God, things that we should do, things that we shouldn't do. Very quickly, should I borrow Pastor Funke's style? I have 5,000 for someone. 
I'm going to count 10. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. I'm about to count 10, guys. Pastor has been teaching us on, the, on living, eh? living in the goodness of God. Can you tell me, can you at least give me one or two attributes of living in the goodness of God? Rest. You have 5,000 naira, sir. Celebrate Jesus is good. Uh -uh. Are you joking? Congratulate him. I congratulate you, sir, because many more gifts are coming in the name of the Lord. Amen. Who else? He said rest. Who else? Anybody else? Okay, open your notes. Open your notes. Some people are just even take notes. And these notes are very key. Ah, quiet. Did I just rap? These notes are very key. Shout halabaya. Yele. Ma? Contentment. You have 3,000 naira, ma. Hallelujah. Come on, celebrate Jesus in our life. God has just dashed that 3K. It's not me, it's God. Amen. Please, let's always pay attention when the word is going on. Personally, um, I mean, for me, if I, if I miss any part, I always thank God. Please help me appreciate the media. They are doing a really, really amazing job. I thought about them during the course of the week. They are doing an amazing job. The fact that I wanted to um, listen to the word again and I went back, I went to YouTube, I, I just went to our page and I checked and I'm like, wow, these guys are doing great. Please help me celebrate them. And can we say a word of blessing into their life? Can we just say a word of blessing into their life? We have said more than a word, you know, but let's say it into their lives. Increase, great grace. Amen, in Jesus' name. So, please, media, can we have this slide? I'm going to stay right on. Um, I'm going to use Pastor's slides and just um, run through it because you really can't, um, you can't exhaust it. And I'm just going to end with, wrap up with a few things that I put down. Sir, please. Bless you, sir. You, you can just turn it this way or move it. Thank you. We have it here. Psalm 23. I'd like us to just read from verse 1. This is verse 2 then. Okay, from verse 1, yeah. The Lord is my shepherd. Can everyone see? The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. Does it continue? I think that's the end of that first slide. Hallelujah. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. I'd like to actually just read. I'm using the message version. I'm still going to stay on the slide so I don't trouble media too much with the back and forth. But if you're with your Bibles, which I expect, kindly open your Bibles to Psalm 23. Let me just share two testimonies with us very quickly. I have been having a banging headache since yesterday, the entire day, for no reason. I've used all medication, I've done everything. I kept eating. I was thinking, you know, sometimes when you're hungry, you just have headaches. I just kept eating and eating, and I'm like, ah, headache is not going. So I slept at about past 4 a.m. this morning. I literally said, Father, take this headache away, you know. I made hair, I listened to her. I made the headache two days before. So I leave here, I take it off. I'm like, what's going on here? The headache wasn't going back. As I was dancing and praising, it is all gone. Hallelujah. God is 
good is not a cliche. It's not a function of the things that we understand. He is good. He is, that is his nature. And we are created in the image and likeness of God. And so we're expected to be good. Amen. And to be good not by our works, not by our understanding. But first of all, to realize, understand, come to the knowledge and come to the English, English. You know, come to terms with the fact that God is actually good. And everything he does is good. Just before we read Psalm 23. I want one shoe to drop this morning. And that shoe open mic. You know what I mean? She gave way. I saw it though before I left the house. But I tried to make amends. And so it was fine. They quickly did something, something. Amen. And the shoe was just fine. And I was dancing and dancing and dancing. And the shoe just opened mouth to sing. And right when I entered into service, I just went in for intercessory prayers this morning. And a beautiful sister just said, Pastor, why is she so fine? I said, Mom, I don't know. What should I do? I thought she wanted to talk to me about something. And she gave me a shoe. Does it look good, guys? Does it look good? Is God good? Does God care about you? Is God concerned about every single detail of your life? Psalm 23. When I do my step like this, the devil said he's shaking. Uh -uh, calm down now. Because God is good. He has done me well. My soul has risen and I will praise the Lord. God, my shepherd, I don't need a thing. You have bedded me down in lush meadows. You find me quiet pools to drink from. True to your word, you let me catch my breath and send me in the right direction. Even when the way goes through that valley, I am not afraid. Amen. When you walk at my side, your trusty shepherd's crook make me feel your trusty shepherd's crook makes me feel secure. You serve me a six-course dinner. How many of us knows, know how expensive, how pricey that is? You know when you go out, when you go to the big restaurants, you know how expensive, when you go to the five points, seven points. Amen. But here, God is serving us. It's such a good God, so loving, so concerned about us, that he doesn't send people to serve us. He serves us. He serves you. A six-course dinner. Hallelujah. And guess where? Serves you in your room, serves you in your bed, serves you in the dining, serves you everywhere. And then he also serves you the six-course dinner in the presence of your enemies. Enemies. So they're just going to stand and watch you enjoy your life. You revive my dropping head. My cup brims with blessing. Your beauty and love chase after me every day of my life. It means that God makes your life beautiful every day of your life. His beauty chases after you every day of your life. His love 
chases after you every day of your life. I'm back home in the house of God for the rest of my life. How many of us always just say, I'm back home in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Well, if you don't, it's a good time to say it because you are in the house of the Lord and in the house of your father, there's a place for you. We know that song. In my father's house, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. Choir, follow me closely. In my father's house, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. I'm back home in the house of God for the rest of my life. I mean, let me just welcome our online church members. You are welcome, even in your home. There's a place for you in the house of God. For whatever reason, you're at home, you're connected today. There's a place for you in the house of God for the rest of your life. Amen. Can we go to the next slide? I'm just going to run through things the pastor taught us. Has taught us. Yes. God leads us by his word and the Holy Spirit. Your words are a flashlight to light the path ahead of me and keep me from stumbling. Another version, I'm not sure which one, but he says your word of God is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. That's the... King James Version. Hallelujah. The word of God is a lamp to my feet. Can we go back, please? It's a lamp to my feet. Feet and a light for my path. Your words are a flashlight to light the path ahead of me so that you don't dash your foot against a stone. It's a flashlight to light the path ahead so you can see that God is good. Amen. And it keeps you from stumbling. Next slide, please. I'm sorry I'm backing us on this side, but are we together? Amen. God leads us by his word and the Holy Spirit. Constantly remind the people about these laws. This is Joshua 1.8. And you yourself must think about them every day and every night. So that you will be sure to obey all of them. For only then you will succeed. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. What version is that? But you shall meditate. Ah, I love King James. <laughs> Actually, I love the message. But yes, the word of God is one. True. Hallelujah. You shall meditate on it day and night. And you may observe to do all that is written. Only and only then. No other option. But only then. Shall you have good success? Shall you make your way prosperous? Hallelujah. Next slide. God leads us by his word and the Holy Spirit. Yet again. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. Pastor Tony just shared something with us. And it sounded a bit like, oh, we laughed about it, isn't it? But that person must have felt really bad. She couldn't go on the ride. 
She probably really wanted to be there. But she wasn't part of the people. So nobody said go back, but the situation just... All who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. What spirit leads you? Is it Tequila? Is it Tequila? What are the names? I can't remember. So I don't mistake them. Moet, is, is he a spirit? Sham, Sham. See, people don't want to tell me. People are not hiding. They don't want to talk. Hallelujah. Okay. What spirit leads you, really? The spirit that leads you shows who you belong to. So think about Tequila as a spirit. Now, if Tequila, if you submit to Tequila, am I pronouncing it correctly? Tequila. If you submit to it so much as the spirit that leads you, inside one bottle is what is leading you. Son of Tequila. Is that who you are? Is that who you are? All who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. Next slide, please. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. And he will tell you about the future. Guess what, guys? God actually wants to tell you about the future. God wants to share secrets with you. He wants you to know things that are about to happen. How many of us actually believe that? Now, there's a level of walk that you walk with God that he will tell you categorically, apart from the fact that he has made us know, he has, he has made us know in his word, oh, I have great plans for you. The plans I have for you are of good and not of evil to give you hope and a future. This land you are in is a land flowing with milk and honey. You would overcome. You will possess your possession. I mean, apart from all of those promises, God still wants to tell you every single thing in details what is in your future. That is why, that, that's the only reason why he will flash his light so that you can see ahead. Is God good? Church, is God good? Can we say to him, God is good? Can we affirm it? God is good. He will tell you about your future. And so you have nothing to worry about. And so let no strange spirit Come and tell you about your future. Church, are we hearing me, sir, ma? Please, sir, don't let anybody, any strange spirit, tell you about your future. Only the spirit of God should tell you about your future. Because those who are the, who are the children of God, what? The spirit of God, please. For, those who are the children of God are led by the spirit of God. No strange spirit you come and I'll tell you that there is something, something. I love how the Bible just relates to us. I love how God relates to us. He doesn't go about saying, your past is the this, is the that. Your yesterday is the this, is the that. God is concerned about your future. 
even before you get there. It's not concerned about all the past anymore. He's concerned about your future. Hallelujah. So please, whatever God is saying about your future, if it is good, because I know it is good, he give good he gives good gifts. James 1.17, every good and perfect gift comes from who? Every good and perfect gift comes from who? The father of lights that flashes light in your heart. Celebrate Jesus. You should be doing shakara. You should not be timid. You should be doing shakara for the devil. Hallelujah. Alright, next slide please. What should not lead us? Pastor taught us this last week. When we are not led by the word of God and the Holy Spirit, we are open to being led by something else. And we must say no to being led by the culture and pattern of the world that is politically, culturally correct, correct doesn't mean God wants it. Let me read that again. That it is politically, culturally, culturally correct doesn't mean God wants it. is politically, culturally, what is all that? I'm a child of the spirit, so it's spiritually, if it is spiritually correct, yes. Amen. If it is spiritually correct, yes. Yes and yes again. So everything I'm about to do, I'm checking with my spirit man. I'm checking with my father. Is this good? Is this what you want me to do, God? Even up until as tiny as posting on social media, Check with your spirit. What's the intention behind this thing? Is it good? Those things that are pure, holy, good, I'm paraphrasing now, righteous, those are the things we should meditate upon. So, is it a good thing? Are you posting for guy? Hallelujah. What's the benefit of this post? Is it part of God's plan? I'm just, I'm giving a post on social media as an example. As tiny as that is, is it good? I'm just going to walk past, I'm not going to do it hard to do. Is it good? Is it good? She did this to me and I'm never going to forgive her. Is it good? Living in the goodness of God requires us to always Always, always submit our spirit to the will of God. Hallelujah. Pastor gave an example about our past rare mirror, uh, mirror, um, rare view mirror illustration. When you're driving, you know, Pastor was telling us last week, you nobody, nobody looks into the rare mirror while they're driving. You face front. You just look at it when you need it. Amen. And this is how we should be. Don't be looking up and down at what people are doing. Focus. And that's why your focus needs to be on God. You focus. Your focus should be on God. The focus. I was telling someone, one of my cousins um, last week, we're talking about life and things generally and how you need to, you need, you need, you need to be, you need extra strength sometimes. You need to just keep doing and doing. And because of people that say, what will be, will be. 
And the Holy Spirit just dropped some things in my spirit. I said, Oh, I told the Lord. Of course, I've always known, but the way he said it to me, I was like, mm, He went, What will be will not be if you don't be. You gotta be something. You gotta be standing for something. Because what will be will not be if you don't be. If the Bible has said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, it says, I will heal the land. The Bible already told us, if my people who are called by my name will first of all humble themselves. Now, if you do not humble yourself, if you do not pray, if you do not turn from your wicked ways, there's no healing coming to the land. So what will be, will not be if you don't be. So don't go, go, don't go about saying God is not good. God is a wicked, wicked God. God is good sometimes. God is good to some people. Never. I want to move really quickly. Greed. I put a few things down on greed as well. So you see, I'm not just... Uh, put this down as the Holy Spirit is teaching me. Eliminate greed and embrace contentment. When you are content, then you have peace. Contentment is a branch of self-control. Galatians 5.22 All of the fruit of the Spirit. There's self-control in you. You can only be content when you have self-control. You see why the spirit is very important. The spirit that you submit to is very important. There's the gift of the spirit. There's the fruit of the spirit. Hallelujah. Greed is a joy stealer. A rush of blood to no good end. And put this down. For example, dating or getting married for money. Greed. So some people don't even realize why they want to be married. That there's a purpose to be fulfilled in marriage. That's why there's marriage in the first place. Because in no way, why do I just want to see out of everybody, one person, and just be accepting all your that goes, that goes every day of my life. The sweet, the not so sweet. I just want to everything. There's a purpose. There's a greater purpose beyond love. I'm sure people you should know by now now that it's not the love will not it's not only the love that will sustain the marriage. Am I correct? Church, it's not only the love that will sustain the marriage. For single people, if, if my people are not talking, for people that are single, please let me say it. It's not only the love that will sustain the marriage. Because there are values that are marrying, not just the people. My value marries your value. And so, we produce value. Amen. That's not the topic for today. But I'll just give us an example. So, some people date to marry, or even go to the extent of getting married for greed. Because of greed. The father has money. Let me tell us a very short story. It's not a, it's not a, it's a story, but it's a testimony. 
We're going to pray for Nigeria in one minute. The Lord will deliver this land. The Lord will deliver this land in the name of Jesus. From every oppression, from every blood-sucking demon, in the name of Jesus. Some years back, I set out that morning, prayed, going about my business. Somebody stopped me. I'm sure you know the story. Many people have experienced it. But it will not be our story again in Jesus' name in Nigeria because the Lord is changing our name for good in Jesus' name. And so I set out. Um, I was, I just went to use the ATM. I had a bag of clothes. I had this, I don't know, I just started sewing. So I had this um, tailor that used to amend my clothes really well for me. So I packed everything that morning and I was heading there. I, I, was, I, I stopped at the ATM. Nearly I finished using the ATM. I had no cash, no money on me prior to when I got to the ATM. So I finished using the ATM. And I was heading to the next um, place to take a bus. There was no, for some reason, I normally would enter Keke. But there was no Keke that morning. And I had a thousand naira each with me. So I'm like, 50 naira is a very long thing. I was looking for a bike. I didn't get a bike. And so all these um, cabs just came. One of them just stopped. And there were people inside. I had no thought, nothing. Just, oh, okay. And I was like, oh, this one's like 100 or 150. We have change now. So I entered. So I'd not moved up to one minute. Story, story, story. Anyway, the person was I need help. They want to send money. I said, I wanted to help. I was willing to say, you know what? I don't use black black market. I don't know, but I know they will they change. So people are laughing. People are familiar with this story. The Lord is changing the name of Nigeria in Jesus' name. Can I hear your amen? Because it should happen. Amen. And so somehow I said, okay, let's go to Silla Bay, the change, something, something. So we were going. Um, I was born in Lagos and all. I just don't know road, Sha. Generally, I just don't know road. And that was, you know, so we're going. And then the guy was just going, going. Thank you, sir. And before I knew it, ah, God, I didn't want this story to take our time. Sha, sha, sha. Something, 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 something. We're going. And um, he just changed the story again. Okay, so. I, was, I wasn't married to my husband yet, but the relationship we share, we tell each other everything. So I was just going to tell him. So I brought up my phone to say, ah, Omo, where I'm going, oh, it changed though. So I met this guy that wanted help. The guy just said, why are you taking me on the phone? Ha, ah, I have money with me. You want to receive my money? You want to call people to come and give me? I was like, no, I'm just trying to. No, 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 don't make no call. Don't do this. Ah. Okay, I said, no problem. I didn't want him to panic. I said, I'm not doing you evil, no. I want to help you. Okay. So the driver was going, very elderly man, old, elderly man. And he was just going, going, going. And I told him, you know, I said, why are you passing this place? You should pass. He said, ah, there's traffic. Oh, ah, because so that we can be faster, I can go my own. There's one road. I'm like, no road. So we were going. Um, I just started praying. I wasn't praying out, but I was praying in my spirit. He said, why are you praying? I was like, why shouldn't I pray? He said, I should be afraid of you. I said, well, I'm scared of what, whatever it is you're about to do. So I'm going to pray. And so I continued praying in tongues. I didn't know why I was praying. My heart wasn't beating. I wasn't shaking. I had no idea what was happening anyways. I was just praying in the spirit. 
because I couldn't even reach my husband. Nobody knew where I was or where I'd gone. I found myself somewhere. And then he said, wanted to pick a laptop. I should come down. I should do this. So I came down. He said, I should please come and help him talk to the person. The person, eh? It's the person that collected his something. So I said, okay. I, I, I came down. Oga, the old man came down as well. I said, Oga, we are leaving this, this thing. Because I don't, I don't like nonsense. How can you want to cheat him? How? A stranger, a foreigner in your land want to cheat him? This is why the country is not. No. So I came down, I said, okay, good, good morning. Please, oh yeah, give him his. I'll sit down, sit down. So this guy that I came with, he was praying all along. Well, I don't know who he was praying to. But he just kept saying, oh, thank you so much for doing this for me. God bless you. God bless you. I'll give you plenty money, don't worry. God bless you. I said, I don't need your money. Just let's quickly do this thing. So we did, um, we, uh, the guy, I was talking, speaking to the man. I said, oh yeah, yeah, give him, let's go. Then the man said, hey, he's coming. This community had people. I don't even know. This story is long, so I want to cut the story short. Bottom line is, I felt a restlessness in my spirit. And so I started speaking in tongues, in the language of the spirit. Because I am a child of the spirit. So I was speaking in tongues. Though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I am with you, says the Lord of hosts. That was the valley of the shadow of death. But the Lord was with me. And so um, I just said, uh, okay, the guy just said, hey, he's coming, he wants to do something, he carried a bucket. I was standing going on here. And the person I came with suddenly started talking to me. I said, calm down. I said, don't hold me. I'm here to help you. If you're not, I'm leaving. And so the guy came, brought a bucket, brought soap. He said, eh, brought one thing. Say, it's a film for, for, for democracy card. And it was towards election. Something, 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 something. Just put soap and water, pam, pam, pam. Everything turned to millions. And one thousand naira. Immediately I saw it. I just hissed and moved on. I don't even know why I hissed. I've never heard about that story or that kind of thing happened before. But I hissed out of, what kind of rubbish is this? You're insulting me. What's this? I was just, I just said, I'm leaving this place. The man said, ah, you won't come out. I, said, I just started shouting. I was on the street. I said, I want to leave this place. And the man was like, okay, okay, okay. okay. He quickly ran and quickly tried to drop me off uh, at the nearest bus stop and tried to turn back. As he was dropping me, he said, I never see this kind of person before. You see money like that to the town. I how you go come out like that? You see money like this, how can you just leave? It was after I started narrating my story to people that I realized it was a scheme that kidnappers, money ritualists, and all those people use. And I realized that God had just delivered me. I don't know what their own plan was. They said they got them wash wash. I don't know what their own plan was. Whether it's me, I don't know. But the Lord had just delivered me. Because I did not have greed. The minute they had finished, they had concluded their schemes. So the minute you were interested in the money, that's it. Living in the goodness of God requires that you have contentment. Even though you still have desires, you still have needs, cast all your cares upon him because he cares. 
So contentment is a branch of self-control, self-restraint. Say, Lord, I'm not doing this. It's going to help you. When they say, don't sleep with the girl, don't sleep with the brother before you get married, please don't. It will save you. It will save you. Keeping unhealthy circles, um, unhealthy friendship. You know some friendship, they are not good for you, but you keep them for the person is related to this person, that person, that person. Let's just have the person in our circle. Hallelujah. People that refuse to be content with what God is doing will never be able to see the goodness of God. And even for the married people, if you are not contented with what God has done for you, with the spouse that God has designed and given to you, with that spouse, with that spouse's everything, the spouse's looks, the spouse's finances, the spouse's spirituality, the spouse's family, the sp everything. If you are not content and you are looking up and down, you will never see the goodness of God in that person. That's the truth. And so if you don't get to the point of seeing the goodness of God in that person, you will never be able to walk with that person to fulfill the purpose of that marriage. Hallelujah. I'm going to move quickly from that. Next slide, please. What should not lead us? The culture and pattern of the world. Okay, Pastor, I already said this. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. Whatsoever thing is good, pure, holy, these are the things we should meditate upon. Through how you think, devil is crazy. He cannot, he can't, he virtually doesn't have any hold over you, but he tries to creep into your heart. And tries to give you ideas. He tries to suggest things to you. They said we should wait. They said we should wait before we get married. It's not a bad idea. Let me go and learn how. Let me watch small porn. They said we should wait. No, it's not bad. Let's masturbate. We'll be all right. I'm not judging anybody. Just one zero will not hurt anybody. It's just 10,000 now. Or just keep the change. What's the big deal? Hallelujah. Be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This would empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. How you think. And so some people would ask, how am I supposed to even discern the Holy Spirit? Let him transform your thought. Let him transform your mind. Switch from the old ways you've been doing things and let the Holy Spirit walk a new thing in you. Guess what? If the Holy Spirit, if God in heaven could turn Saul around for Paul, I don't know what it is that he can do with you or in you. How bad can he be really? Somebody say, God is good. God is good. Next slide, please. I'm trying to wrap up quickly. What should not lead us? Our past, 
reference to Lot's wife, Pastor shared that with us. But forget all that. Isaiah 43 verse 18. Forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I'm going to do. Forget all your past. Maybe you are thinking about it as you're seated and you're beginning to think about it. But please, but you know how mosquito does. That's what the devil does. For I am going to do a brand new thing. See, I have already begun. Yes, the fact that you are here today, the fact that you were listening to this message, the fact that Pastor preached it last week, he started. The Lord has already begun. Amen. Don't you see it? I will make a road through the wilderness of the world for my people to go home and create rivers for them in the desert. He did not say, I will create a cup of water for them in the desert. I will create rivers. It will flow. And there will be an overflow. In the desert. The dry desert. Next slide, please. Our past is like a rare view mirror of a vehicle. If you want to move forward to doing greater things without a crash, your focus must be on the future. And let God lead you. Is that the last slide? No. Next slide, please. Don't let, don't be led by greed. We all know Gehazi's has a story. Pastor shared with us. Amen. I don't want to take the rest of the scriptures. Let's move really quickly. Yes. What should not lead us? Not be led by greed. See, the enemy is puffed up. Puffed up. His desires are not upright. But the righteous person will live by his faithfulness. This is Habakkuk 2 from verse 4. I'd like us to read from verse 1. Idia, can you kindly help with that? Because it's quite lengthy and I want us to follow through. Habakkuk 2 from verse 1. Thank you. We'll come back to this slide. I'm sorry to bother, to bother you on that. I will stand by at my watch and station myself on the rampart. I will look to see what he will say to me and what answer I am to give to his complaint. Then the Lord replied. This is my favorite scripture in the Bible. After John 3.16. It says, write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. Write it all down. Division. Write everything down. What you want to see, write it down. Make it plain. You are God. God, let's get straight. Write every bit of it down. You will soon realize you will begin to tick, tick, tick in the name of Jesus. Verse 3. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. See, that revelation, that vision that you are writing down, that you have received, that you are looking forward to, it is waiting for you. It is waiting for you, but there is an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. It won't come to you like Mago Mago. It will come to you clear. Though it lingers or it lingers, wait for it. It will certainly come and it will not delay because it will come right in time. See, let me say something to us very quickly. I know why the Lord is just leading me to say this again. Take me somewhere. 
If you're single and you're thinking, and some people you are looking at the generation or something, 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 your family, you know, this person like this, person like this, this, and this. And then yeah, you run through my family. It's running from generation to generation. Guess what? It runs out here. Tell it. So I don't know what your own situation might be. Speak to that situation. It's been running, yes, right before I came. But it runs out right here, right now. Abby, what do you want to hand over to your own generation? The same thing. So what difference have you made? It runs out right here. Let's continue. It will certainly come and it will not delay. See, he is puffed up. His desires are not upright, but the righteous will live by faith. The righteous will live by faith. You are telling me God is good. God is good. People are dying. Good people are dying. And you are saying God is good. The righteous will live by faith. Guess what? Has anybody ever seen God before? Have you seen God? Can you tell me what he looks like? And so, your belief is by what? By faith. That you will see him. And that you will get into heaven. When the trumpet blows, you would ascend into heaven. Hallelujah. Am I speaking to believers? Am I speaking to children of God? Am I speaking to my brothers and my sisters? That you would ascend into heaven and you will see Jesus. You will see him by the right hand of the Father. And interceding for, interceding for you. Making intercessions for you. You will see him by the right hand of the Father. And say, wow, wow, wow. It's so good to see you. It's so good to see you. You would identify the scars in his hand. You would identify him by the nails in his hand. For what he has done for you. But the righteous will live by faith. Not by what anybody says about you, but by the word of God, by faith. Holding on. We picked the promise last week, Philippians 4, 6. Be anxious for nothing. Through thanksgiving, prayer, and supplication. Supplication. Endlessly calling on God without giving up. Endlessly calling on God, realizing that the effects of fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much, makes power available, makes miracles available, makes strength available, makes faith strengthened. I still living in the goodness of God. Thank you. Can we quickly go back to this slide? Woo! We need to close. Okay, I put a few things down. Appreciate your authenticity. Meaning, enjoy being yourself. Enjoy who God has called you to be. Enjoy your original. Who sang that song? Original. Your original. Enjoy being yourself. Please put your hand on your chest. I'm original. Original copy. I'm the original one. There's no other Toby. God did a great job. No other one like me. You know, you know how you know how you send a media, media I'm sure we should know. You send a picture or a video to somebody. And then it will drop, the resolution will drop. And that's how it is when you are copying somebody. Copy and paste inside your life. You don't know the person's journey, you don't know the person's purpose. You but you want to copy and bam. The resolution will drop. Your resolution will not drop in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Prioritize your values. 
You are valuable to God. Work on your relationship with God. Don't abandon God. You are God's people. Work on your relationship with him. Please take us to the next slide as I wrap up with this. Work on your relationship with God. What do you do first thing in the morning when you wake up? Pim, pim, pim. What are children going to eat this morning? I'm already late. I need to quickly shower. Hey, 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 hey. Ah, my phone. What did that person? He did not even respond to me yesterday. Let me quickly check the response. Instagram. Prioritize these things. When you wake up in the morning, live in the fullness of God. Arise and shine. And give glory to your father. Thank you, father, for this beautiful day. The devil does not sleep. What does he do? Going up and down, looking for who to devour. But God gives you rest. And so when you wake up in the morning, because when you were sleeping, God was like this. I stand with it. Oh yeah, let me see. What can you do? Uh, and you were. And then you wake up in the morning. And you start running rat race. Wake up in the morning like a, like a, like a royalty. Whoosh. Thank you, Jesus, for grace. Ah, the devil said, don't wake. Ah. Oh, Father, I give you praise. The devil is, mm. I give you glory. You are such a good, good father. Oh, thank you for being so gracious to me. Thank you for being so merciful to me. Thank you for being kind to me. Thank you for showing me love on this new day. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for my family. Thank you for your spirit on the inside of me. And God is saying, hurry on, mommy. Hurry on, mommy. Do you not know that you will enjoy six course dinner that day? Every single day for the rest of your life. Living in the goodness of God. Nurture your spirit. It's the only earthly possession in your tripartite nature. Is it even earthly, Seth? Your spirit is just living here. But he will never die. Hallelujah. Grow with God. Hey. Grow with God. Grow with God. And don't rush. Don't rush. Is it during lockdown? That song was don't rush. Don't huh? okay. Hallelujah. Grow with God and relax. I learned a big lesson when I started having kids. I used to be a size 10, 12. For the better part of my before I got married, I was a size 12. So I decided I want to go back. I want to do baby girl. You know what I mean? But baby number one for size 14. Ah! This stomach, God, send it away. This fat from wherever it's coming from. There was a rush on my side. Baby number one for within three, four months. And my doctor said, calm down. Second baby. Ooh. I had me like already. So I became a 16. During lockdown, I ate very well. Even though I did food Africana. So there was plenty of small tops going up and down. I was just eating. And I was beginning to get anxious. I didn't like it. I was just hiding and cringing. At some point, I was like, this lockdown, just let's wait one more week. Fine. I don't know. Maybe in one week, I'll lose all the weight. Grow with God. You will be doing yourself a great disservice if you are rushing because the vision is for an appointed time. 
So I started focusing on my children, focusing on breastfeeding them, making sure they get the right nutrients, making sure that they are doing fine while I was growing with God and working on myself. I wasn't eating like them. I started walking, growing with God. I, I didn't know. I, do you know what I mean? There's that anxiety. There's that rush already. Every slim tick, back by every, everything you want to start. Hallelujah. And it might be like that with some of us. Because God literally told me, it took nine months for this baby to come for us, to us in our hands. And so that's, do you think I was joking with those nine months? God can just give us our babies in our hands. I'm married. I want baby now. Yeah, he can. If he didn't need any semen to get Jesus out, he can. God knew he, he had an assignment for Jonah. He had an assignment for Jonah. What's the thing you fear most? Hey, if I enter that water, the shark cold, they will bite me. He did not bite him. He kept him safe and cradled him while he was sleeping. It took nine months to nurture that baby in your stomach to grow this. The baby will grow this one. He grow that one so that he will be fit for the world that he's coming to. And so maybe God is pruning you. Live in his goodness. Grow with God. Enjoy the process. Because everything that God gives to you is not just because he's giving to for giving sake. There's a purpose in line. There's a purpose, purpose he had planned. He has already planned for that gift. And so he's giving you a gift to give. There's a process. So that when you have the gift, you understand. You have compassion. And so you can stretch out to give. Hallelujah. In some cases, God buys you time. God just buys you time, you know, nine months of preparation for baby. In some cases, some people already have plenty of money. They are, ah, that baby just come. And some people are preparing. Ah, well, we are expecting a baby. And so they start saving. They start saving. Isn't God good? Come on, church. Isn't God good? He gives good and perfect gifts. He cares for us. Some people quickly, you want to change this in the house? Or you want to welcome, you want to do a, a, a crib for the baby, you want to buy this, you're preparing for the baby. So that if you're, in, if you're in your preparation time, your preparation season, grow with God. It's living in his goodness. Ah, I really can't finish all of this. I said, I appreciate your authenticity. Don't be a copy. Prioritize your values. Grow with God. Hallelujah. God wants us to enjoy his goodness, so he prepares us for them all. Wow. Through his teachings and life lessons in the word. If the Bible is to be written again, which character would you be? Think about it. You should live in the goodness of God. David wrote this psalm. David was a troubled man. He was troubled. Trouble everywhere. His children, this one now, he was troubled. But he wrote the beautiful psalm. God is good. The Lord is my shepherd. 
what can we rise in the name of the Lord? I want you to just thank God for his goodness. I want you to just thank God. Just thank him for his goodness in your life. If this message has touched you, if you're online, can you just thank God for his goodness over your life? What God has done in your life that you see and you know you could never do by yourself. It is by his goodness. Come on, just thank him. Just appreciate him. Thank you for your goodness in my life. Your goodness is running over me. Thank you, Father. I bless you. I adore you. I praise you. I don't take your goodness for granted. Your goodness over my life. Your goodness over my home, my marriage, my husband, my children, my ministry, my calling, my assignments, my businesses. Your goodness over my siblings, my parents, my parents in love, my siblings in love, my family, my friends, my leaders, my pastors, my mentors, and my children in the spirit. Father, I thank you. I return all the glory to you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Lastly, I want us to just say a word of prayer for Nigeria. Can you just say, God bless this country. God bless this land. God bless this land. This land will flow with milk and honey for us. This land is a good land in the name of Jesus. And so as we sow in this land, we will reap. We will reap greatly. We will reap bountifully. We will reap fresh, fresh, fresh fruits in the name of Jesus. Fruits of righteousness. Fruits of peace. Fruits of joy and holiness in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lastly, I want to just, um, I want to just invite you to the goodness of God. If you don't know this God I'm talking about, he's a good God. He's the only good God. If for some reason you have, <laughs> you have been giving your life and taking it back, like Pastor Funke usually says, it's time to give it all back to the good God and be sure that your life is good in his hands. If you're that one person, I want to just put your hand on your chest and just say, Father, I repent. Father, I repent of every wrong that I have done. I realize that you were a good God and you were just good for me. And so I surrender the totality of my existence, my soul, spirit, and body to you all over again. I ask, Father, that you take control, that you lead me from this very moment, now and forever, in Jesus' name. If you're that person, I celebrate you. Can we celebrate those, those people that God just won back to his kingdom? Can we celebrate them because heaven is rejoicing? Can we celebrate them? Heaven is rejoicing. For every soul that returns back, heaven is rejoicing. He leaves the 99 to chase after the world. Woo! Hallelujah. Father, we give you glory. Hallelujah.